Welcome back to The Square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. It's been some time. Wow. It feels good to be back on the mic. Yeah, back in the studio. Got a little bit of a break, a little bit of reprieve after the insanity of this 2021-2022 uh, season. Rams are your Super Bowl champions, and uh, now we are in the next phase of the NFL season, and that is the offseason, where today is the official start of the 2022 season. Just started about an hour ago. It's the 16th, 426. We are going to get right into the free agency and all of the madness that has happened. Uh, but before that, let's dive into some news, some headlines, uh, since uh, everything has wrapped up with the season. A uh, couple of stories to talk about really quick before we get into anything, and then, then we'll we'll get into the bags that have been made. Um, so let's start it off with the, with the goat himself, Tom Brady, Brady's back. <laughs> he unretires, uh, in a, you turn a Brett Farvian type move saying yeah, he's ready to walk away from the game. Even a real bad taste in my mouth. Cause I mean, in, NFL don't need this. Well, here's the thing though, <laughs> because you go ahead and you start to look at the NFC Aaron Rodgers and that depleted Green Bay Packers team. Seattle, and we'll get into this one in a minute. Russell Wilson out of there, off to the AFC. And mm. I mean, Atlanta looks like they're they've get they're shelling everybody out. Uh, New Orleans, they have no money to sign players. Uh, Carolina, they're actually a little bit scary, and we'll we'll get to them in a second. But Tom Brady, I think he's looking back and he's like, if I want to go back to the Super Bowl. It's as good as time as any, and especially with the fact that Deshaun Watson's situation, which we'll talk about in a second here, his situation is starting to be a little bit more clear in his path to returning to the field, and he's just like, well, they might go after him. If if I want to get into this and I want to win the NFC, this is the best chance I've got, so right, let's <laughs> run it back. It's <laughs> type situation. Right, because it come down to it. I mean, really, it's, the Rams are really the only team yeah. that's in their way. <laughs> Technically, I mean, you know, they're like, they're really like the one and two. I mean, yeah, we the 49ers got in there. And, I mean, but they are going to go through a change right now. And uh, with this, got to see what Jimmy Trey G Lance thing. is all about. Right. <laughs> Absurd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. So, as you were saying, the scope of the NFC is really wide open. It's very thin. So, and we There's can not see too many teams to all talk about. of the power is quote unquote actually shifting over to the AFC. They are loaded in the AFC. Even the like the bubble teams one are... to fifteen. <laughs> exactly, like... and, I, and I'm saying bubble teams with really, I mean, really with <laughs> air, air quotes, quotes, like multiple air quotes. Like it's like you said, it's like nine teams, like just <laughs> sitting there, like, well, you know, it could be us. You know, look at what Cincinnati did last outside year outside of Jacksonville and New York. But hey, <laughs> but that went without saying with the asterisk and disclaimer at the bottom of the page. But you know, <laughs> but yes, absolutely. So. I, I just think it, I I, did, I understood why I I was hope I, I'm ready for the NFL to shift into this AFC dominant all these young quarterbacks. Drew Brees retired last year. I was ready for Brady to walk away. Ben, ben Roethlisberger is finally no gone. no. That's what Brady's seen. He said, "Oh well, Ben has offered himself as a sacrificial lamb this year, so I will just come back." You know, and I recant everything I just said forty days ago. You know, it's like all right. Just, Obviously, you know, sucking sour grapes after, uh, you know, uh, uh, second round, you know, <laughs> exit. But, okay, I guess cooler heads have prevailed. And, yeah. you know, and 
I shouldn't be surprised personally. I'm just like, why did I even allow myself to even believe you were going to walk away? Regardless, <laughs> I, of I all mean, the I reports. did say it. I'm I'm not going to believe Brady's gone until I see us start the season and he's not in a Tampa Bay you know, on any. Field. I needed to see a press conference at least. That's true too. <clears throat> and, and that it was nothing. I didn't even you know it wasn't nothing. He was on. You but know, it the, is Brady to do it in in on Instagram. A couple photos of of his wife, his teammates. This is why. Guys I, that he I, respects. See, this is why. I mean, <laughs> I can't even connect to this guy. Like. <laughs> What you know? It's just I don't. I know he drums to his own beat. I get it. He's Tom freaking Brady. I, which is the. It, I, I'm I'm indifferent. It was just it just reminded me as you started. It just took me back to the Brett Favre thing, yeah. and I didn't have an issue with Brett Favre. It was just kind of like God damn, dude. Would you just just tell the organization? I'm sick of listening to this story every single year, and it just takes over the the airways for like a good month, and yeah. just all by itself, and it just it gets. It's very tiring and mind-numbing after a while. And this is big news that, you know, and after he tried to, you know, sandwich it in between the, the, the Super Bowl and the, uh, doing Pro Bowl week. And, yeah. And then, okay, finally, you want to go out quietly and, and but I think it was graciously, also... but then you'd sit here and then here we are. Now we're back. And come on, man. But I think it's also because of the way that news is broken nowadays. You got Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport. Diana Rossini, all these people, mm. they'll hop on Twitter. The second that they've got any any inkling of a source, it's going out on Twitter. And it's just like, okay, well, everybody's taking Twitter for that's rock solid and, and that that that's gotta be confirmed and right. boom, now we have all this information. And it's just like, okay, slow down. He hasn't said anything. He hasn't talked to anybody. Yes, there might be some people, it might be a discussion that he may be having, mm-hmm. but he didn't make any any decisions just yet, and then all of the 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 Twitter birds and the and and the whole metaverse got on his back to be like, okay, you got to make a decision. He's just like, yeah, well, we're thinking about it, and yeah, I am. I'm I might walk away type situation. I I get why he kind of felt like pressured into making that decision so fast, just because there was no news to talk about Pro Bowl week. Nobody cares, right. and on top of that, everybody is on his back, and and he's just like, we just lost. Trying to figure things out. Trying, I, I haven't even talked to my wife about it yet. And all the like that situation can get a little bit hairy. So, I think, like you said, cooler heads may have prevailed. He talked about it hmm, vacuum vacuuming in the living room one day, and just like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> I should be working out. We Where's Alex at? Where, where's Mr. The, Guerrero? <laughs> we're one play away from the NFC Championship. Yeah, you know, like let's not get this twist. Not like they just flop first round flop or missed the playoffs altogether you know just it just exploded in the second year it didn't i mean granted hell let's be real clear man they built the monster overnight two years ago you know and are they what they were the first year no but they did i mean but they didn't you know there was there was there was a little drop off but it wasn't that a formidable team yes i mean (laughs) still gonna i I had to rank them i'm in preseason i'm like top three you know that if not top five, I mean definitely, but yeah, I arguably can put them as you know number three, you know number two, whatever. However you want to rank it based on whatever the factors are, they're up there, you know, and they're they're a serious contender with him. And now the question is, are they bringing everybody back? You know, that's yep. which makes another interesting turn, but it's not going to be as interesting as the overall free agency. You know the opening day of free agency in in itself. I mean that's all fine, Tampa Bay. But you know, yeah, they, I just you know that's just one of many stories here. Yeah. But yes, Tom Brady's back. All right, I guess we go. You know, at, what, he'll be forty five this year when he laced it up. 
I at some point believe so. Field? No, forty four, I believe. It's forty four no. now. Yeah, maybe forty five. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it. what he said. He wanted to play till he was forty five. So and perhaps this is just you know we just coming into fruition to to <laughs> to to what he uh, prophesied about. So yeah. and. So him, I mean, hey, know, he was he was a freaking MVP candidate last year, so she's and I know, arguably should have won it over Aaron Rodgers. And that's what I'm saying. We <laughs> le- we was left with 40 days of a retirement uh, narrative, and like, now it's just like, okay, everybody, let's recalibrate. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's you know, false news, fake news, whatever you want to call it, didn't really happen. You know, um, yeah, let's go. So. Tom Brady's back, so uh, I'm sure you're happy. Um, I'm just whatever. I mean, it's <laughs> I I I'm happy in the fact that now the NFC isn't just a two horse race because it was it was literally just Green Bay or L A. Once Tom Brady stepped down, I was just like, okay, everybody else is really really in in a not a tumultuous but in a complete rebuild, mm-hmm. and so getting and- to see another, I mean, Hall of Fame. Greatest quarterback of all time, sitting coming right back, playing playing football again, I on a team that's ready made to to go to a Super Bowl because, like you said, they they rebuilt that thing overnight two years ago. So, I I'm just happy that there's going to be competition in the NFC. It's not just going to be a cakewalk for the, for the elites of the NFC. Because uh, I mean, we're going to be seeing a dogfight all next year in the AFC. So, right and right now, I see a three team race in the NFC with some wild card, you know, mystery team that's going to just surface next year that we're not even talking about right now because look at all the shuffling that's going on. Yeah. It has been going on. And so in other news and more quarterback headlines, uh, Deshaun Watson last Friday uh, had a, uh, what is it called? A a deposition uh, for his nine criminal complaints from stemming from the 22 uh, civil uh, sexual uh, misconduct allegations against him. Those all nine criminal complaints have all been thoroughly reviewed uh, to, to a point, I guess. I mean, we really don't know, but they aren't going to indict him. They're not going to criminally pro- process this. They're not going to criminally charge him for uh, any of the alleged misconduct and, and whatnot. So he has a more clear path to returning to the field now basically because those are now put to bed that that entire side of it is going to be put to bed now he does still have the 22 civil lawsuits to deal with and that's still an issue but he will not be serving jail time or be fined anything in the aspect of uh a criminal complaint anymore so Right. With that being said, Deshaun Watson uh, has now, once that is all settled, just this past weekend, he now has been in contact with Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons, and the Cleveland Browns uh, as uh, teams mm-hmm. to come court him uh, to to, to uh, waive that no trade clause so that they can uh, acquire his services. Um, so I want to stick with the football aspect of this. I don't really want to get into the legal mm-hmm. mess and legal jargon. Those those are the facts that right. have been laid out before us. Those don't come at me. That's that's what it is. But football wise, do you do you think we're gonna see Deshaun Watson on the field this year? I do. I I do. And I guess I'm, I I got optimism based on the fact that he had no criminal charges. That yeah. this this I mean for me the way I was reading into this. I didn't think he was ever going to have the opportunity to play football again. I just thought this was just going to be the end of him, um, one way or another. 
and we just seen we just got year one out the way. They didn't play one one yeah. snap, you know. Um, I'm optimistic only be, just based on that went away. The NFL didn't feel the need to go out and make a statement. Didn't feel like they had to, you know. Well, they did say they before the the um dep- deposition last Friday. They did say that they wanted to allow the criminal proceedings to go through mm-hmm. that that process. Then they would get into their investigation. They didn't want to touch the investigation on the NFL's justice system, I guess, if you will. Right. Which I don't understand this. It, it, to me, there's no other industry that has like a internal like FBI type situation that happens after actual FBI and, and police officers come in and do their job. You're followed up with a whole nother criminal like investigation by the NFL themselves. And it's like, chill. Right. <laughs> like what you pay, you write my checks, but chill out. <laughs> like that that's one thing to me, but neither here nor there. Um <laughs> but with that being said, what we were talking about, him getting back on the field, I do think that with what you were saying about uh NFL not making a statement, I don't think they're gonna put out a statement until they complete their investigation and in their process of talking to whoever they want to get a hold of to try mm-hmm. to get whatever information they need to. That may very well be. Um it I, I just I have the optimism that he will see um or he will see the field again at some point. Pending an NFL investigation, whether they I think it's more of a PR stunt and they gotta sit there and show that they're in charge and they're in, well, not so much in charge but in control. And therefore, he might get a four-week suspension. That which you know, four to six weeks, which he could probably can appeal from. Maybe one or three. I'm just it. I, I've seen this type of thing before, but I think that's as far as not not seeing him play. I'm just trying to speak to that question. Mm-hmm. I think I think I, we will see him play again, but I think but I think we're still a long ways from that. A lot of stuff still has to happen. One. Got to figure out where he's playing. Is he going to get traded? Is he staying in Houston? Will he even come back to play for Houston? I don't think Houston is by any chance. I don't think we're ever going to see him play for Houston again because he's already said he's not stepping on the field for this for this organization ever again. And he's literally already done it for one year. I don't see what's stopping him from doing it a second year in a row if Houston decides to be stubborn and say, well, we're paying you. Like, they can't not pay him. Hmm. So, like... It's either you trade him or you shell over the money to have him sit on the, literally not even on the bench. He was a uh, healthy scratch all of last season. Right. So that that's I I don't think there's any possible way. Plus, Lovey Smith has already come out and said that he's hoping that the organization he's pushing the organization to just get this over with, get him off the books because we we need to do what we need to do in this in this organization. On top of the fact that I don't this is just a whole underlying just mess. That is going to continue to be talked about hmm. within the organization until you guys get get him out of this building. Right. So I, I don't think there's any way that we see him with Houston. He will be traded, I believe, but it's only a matter of where and who is going to be willing to give over the assets uh, to, to, to go out there and get him. Um, but I think it's in Deshaun Watson's best interest to take these meetings as he's already is and then just say, all right, that's the team. Because then he doesn't get these teams pitted into some sort of bidding war by any way. He's right. saying, this is where I want to go. 
I'm not waiving my no trade clause for anybody but that team. And now that team has all the leverage to say, well, he's coming here regardless. Now we'll give you a comparable package, but we're not giving you everything plus the farm right. to get him. And so they can still have equitable compensation as well as uh, Deshaun Watson still has pieces on the other end mm-hmm. to go out there and, and put himself in the best position possible. A lot of people are talking about him picking two different teams and making them have some sort of a bidding war to drive up the price. It's like, no, chill. Because if you do that, you're just screwing yourself over. Right. Pick a team that you want to go to, tell tell Houston and tell that team that's the team, and boom, now, now we're off to the races. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. All right. Last quarterback conversation to talk about. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Finally made his decision. He's back in Green Bay. Whatever. Big war. Uh, <laughs> oh, big surprise, surprise. Not surprised at all. Nope. Um, I, I think I was one of the most realistic Bears fans and, and NFC North fans. It made it's, the most sense for him. I mean, like, there's just looking at X's and O's. You can jump ship. I mean, if they somebody presented you with a wonderful package and this is what we're doing and this mm-hmm. is what our next move, you know, and had this elaborate plan that they just sat there and, you know, tried to sell this guy. That didn't happen. And with that being said, looking at the scope, I'm like, okay, yeah. Based on where they ended up from year to year, they were a few plays away from, you know, getting to the Super Bowl. It's multiple years. They're right there. They're on the cusp, you know, but there's other teams coming, climbing, you know, trying to pull them back down. And, and, and they, I, yeah, they, to me, have been in regression since 2019. Take it as schedule. Take it as luck. I don't know how to do it, but they find themselves – with these cupcake, you know, schedules mm-hmm. or portions of their schedules where they just they they they're a lot of cream puff teams and they're winning games that they should win, but when it comes to you know you know some of these more of these um power power conference type you know matchups these the the Rams and the 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 the, the, the Bucks and forty ers forty niners and you know the Bills and when it comes to these marquee ones I mean you know what I'm saying it's not like they whoa man we we cleared that we're five and one with these no. With these top no they is that's when they started to get found out you know because they don't have enough of these games or these tune up games to even get them prepared by the time they had the playoffs they you know they kind of just hyped I don't this, think they, this hyped I don't think they have the talent. They don't have they don't have the talent offensively. I mean, yes, they have, you have Aaron Rodgers. They, no, they 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 work the scheme and worked it to perfection. But it, it, you see it like I see it. You know, it's just it, it's not going to translate to Super Bowl or NFC Championship. That no. does not translate into that. It gets you in the conversation and the heroics of Aaron Rodgers, and he's a great quarterback. And that's why I put the Rams and Tampa Bay ahead of them. The Packers have never been ahead of them in my eyes. Uh, as a as the best team in the NFC, because they don't have the horses, they don't have the mentality of a, they don't have the the, they don't have the makings of a team like Tampa Bay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay has those horses that they put together all overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rams, they trade for guys that that really are just desperate to get wins, and they're out there literally just focused on football. Aaron Rodgers, great person, love love listening to him on Pat McAfee, but <laughs> he's interested in other things. So so are his teammates. I mean, Devontae Adams, he really he he says that he wants to be the best wide receiver, but I mean, to him, I think he's kind of just like it's either I'm staying here with Aaron Rodgers or I'm not playing here at all mm-hmm. type situation. Aaron Jones, he's into other stuff. Even the the rookie, the, not the rookie, Dylan. the younger guy, Dylan. He he's 
he's big on 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 Twitch. Like he he's a Twitch streamer. Like he's got other stuff that he does that he's more interested in than just football. So right. offensively, yeah, you have a lot of this talent, but you guys are great people together. You're great friends, but as teammates on the field, mm-hmm. it's not going to translate against the teams that are desperate. Like we're up against the clock in Tampa Bay. This is one of the oldest rosters in the NFL with a ton of talent, but they're they're aging. They're they're literally Every single year, somebody's retiring. Mm-hmm. When it comes to uh, the Rams, they're up against the clock because they it's they traded everything. They traded their entire future to try to go in for it right now. So right. they don't have the 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 luxury of chilling out and like, oh well, we'll see it when we when we get down to that road. No, we they have to be on it every single day. Whereas with Green Bay, you have traded a lot of your future. You have mm-hmm. made a lot of these mistakes in kind of betting your future against uh Aaron Rodgers but you're not they're not making the moves to go all in to win the title this year and I, like for people to to put LA and Tampa Bay and Green Bay all on the same field and all on the same level it's just like what 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 am i not seeing that these people are seeing to say or what what are they missing because it's just like all the moves that they have made by brian good and i think i I've, i made a tiktok about this i i have i have stated this multiple times in the past brian good needs to be fired the fact that aaron Rodgers came back tells me brian good needs to be fired you traded up in the first round three years ago to go get jordan love when it was one of the deepest wide receiver classes that we have ever seen. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? You in this, is, this is a guy now who's never going to see the field for Green Bay. Right. You traded up. You gave away assets in the first round, wasted it, missed it on, on, on other pieces that truly could have helped you. Mm-hmm. And then... This kid's just gonna walk. You're gonna. You're probably going to trade him to some other team, but he is never going to play for Green Bay. What was the point? Just to piss off Aaron Rodgers so he can get two more MVPs and no Super Bowls? Look, no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we could. We already went over this before. Organizational failure. It was. Um, whether they thought he was done or he was showing signs that he was about to be done or they were just trying to get ahead of the curve, but whatever that happened. If that we, was the case, why would you not just I, trade this him where right we were. there? Whatever that happened, <laughs> they obviously got stuck in the process and they basically reneged on everything that they were going to do, you know, and they just kind of just let's just let it go. And my point of saying all that to say is and uh, as Aaron Rodgers decides I want to stay and sign this um, this extension. The situation still exists. It has not changed at all. Just his <laughs> contract has changed. That's it. And now we have a disgruntled You're, Devontae they, Adams. They're in a worse position. Talking about now he may not play on the tag. Well, even though he's there, which I'm, a, I guess I'm saying all this to say, and I'm bringing this up. Whether you we're going to talk about Devontae Adams later, whatever. Yeah. But the point being is, is like the fact that I'm seeing that this possibility of this very dysfunctional implosion has been that, that was already happening continue i'm just waiting to see could it will it just like implode and explode completely by week one and it just be because i'm you seeing what i'm seeing like this is a problem that has not been solved and just to say not let's bring that, though. let's bring aaron Rodgers back and you know get and, and lock him down into a multi-year contract is not the answer because okay he wasn't the problem in the first place you this haven't even addressed the problem that is still 
still after all the moves, they've let a lot of guys go. A lot of guys have left their roster mm. and they are still sitting at negative $7 million in cap space. On top of the fact that they've lost guys like Preston, not Preston Smith, um, Zaire Smith, um, and um, sorry, Zadaria Smith. And they also just lost Lucas Patrick to Chicago, by the way. So that's a worse offensive line. You you also you you don't have MVS. You've you you've tendered Alan Lazard again, and so you have to pay him even more money. Which I mean, on the grand scheme of things, it's not that much. He's playing on a like a fifth round tag, which it, 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 yeah, it, it's not that much money. But for a team that's negative seven million uh, uh, over the cap right now. You're in a position that's like every dollar counts right now. So I'll just tack on the negative seven, <laughs> two to four. Yeah. It's eleven million dollars right now. They are not in a situation that's that they can get other assets into the building because the whole thing was that all right, that defense has finally come around mm-hmm. and now they 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 just need the one more offensive weapon where now you've lost two offensive weapons in MVS and and possibly the biggest weapon in uh, Devontae Adams, who says he does, he's, he, he's already stated he does not want to play on the franchise tag. He he refuses to do so. Hey, and so, and you franchise tag him. I thought it was a franchise tag to trade him. Could be. I mean, that's the thing. We don't know. But to finish your point, as this debacle that's happening, but go be- ahead. But now you still can't sign one of these stud wide receivers that are available right now. Um, there are many of them out there, uh, especially, I mean, the only person that's really been signed is Michael Gallup, uh, 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 DJ Chark, and Christian Kirk. Uh, you got guys still out there, Allen Robinson, uh, Odell Beckham, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jameson Crowder, uh, Sammy Watkins, uh, uh, Braxton Berrios is gone. I mean, Jarvis Landry, now Julio Jones is out there on the market. <laughs> like you you have not signed you're not adding any pieces you're only losing guys and this is what i was saying when i said that they're i feel like this is a team that's been in regression since 2019 mm-hmm. yeah they went to two back-to-back nfc championship games mm-hmm. they never added an offensive weapon they finally got the defense fixed going into last season we we're saying all right they should be back in the nfc championship but we really don't know and i said i don't see them going anywhere past the second round Mm-hmm. What? Literally, what I said. They lost in the second round. They couldn't make it past it, even though they even after the bye week, and they finally got everybody back healthy. That offense was putrid in that game because they don't have any weapons outside of Devontae they Adams. Didn't have Jimmy G. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but that that is a uh, the only word that comes to my mind is organizational failure. And but everybody just seems to want to praise this team for for what they have done. It's like they haven't done anything. They've lost an NFC Championship game two of the last three years. They failed to get back to it after getting the first round by that. They're saying that's all we need. All we need to be is at home in in January and we'll be just fine. And no, that is not the case. You need weapons. You need guys and you don't have them and you don't have the money to go get them. Yeah, yeah, pretty sad, but uh, now my fandom is watching. I'm like, oh, well, here goes the soap opera again, and let's see how this plays out. Because right now, I, like you said, as you stated, and I said, I don't have an issue with an Aaron Rodgers, the person, and this and that, the football player. I respect what, you know, 
He's been very successful at the expense of my team, but you know, <laughs> yes. What you know, would I have liked to see him have a fresh new start somewhere else? Absolutely. Would I have liked to see Green Bay just take a step back, like maybe half the country? Absolutely. But with that being said, for what's going on now is the you know the the Devontae Adams situation, which he may or may not play. You know, and we or he may or may not get traded. It's just like, oh, here we go with this. You know, and just more NFC North banter. You know, it's just like yeah. here we go, and, and it's fine. But with that, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers, great, great, great player, good, great career. And you know, you know, Brett Favre. But hey, I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I mean, he's decent. And I mean, and you know, congratulations, Green Bay. Now you got who y'all got. You know, and it seem seemingly y'all strapped now. You wanted to lock him down. I mean, there's still the situation has not been dealt with. Internally, there's still, you know, upper management issues that are still going on here. And, and I, I'm, just, I'm curious from a, an actual dramatic soap opera <laughs> element. I want to see how this plays out. I want to see how the story play, you know, writes itself because I see it as just a train wreck, a slow one over the course of 17 weeks. Well, that's what it was last season. Um, everybody yeah. was praising them all throughout the first and four months of the season. Take and the first round by and just connect it to that first, that, that second round, first playoff game loss, and it all connects to the inside. Is what we've been watching with them. They they have just they have been found wanting for quite some time, and it just took a team to just really step up, knuckle down, and just go ahead and just punch them right in the mouth and show them show them for who they really are. That. You all are y'all are Super Bowl contending frauds. Y'all y'all are, they are a playoff team contending team, but they are not a Super Bowl contending team. And by no stretch of the imagination and the narrative, you would think I'm speaking blasphemous compared to what the narrative is. I'm like, well, let's just like as you were sharing, let's just put a spotlight on the results. What how has all of this ended and why? You know what? I, I have a perfect way of wrapping this. Right Green Bay is Pittsburgh of the 2010s. <laughs> okay. Say a little more. <laughs> they, everybody, at, we, year in, year out, they're, they're one of the best teams of the AFC. They, they, they're going to always be in contention for the Super Bowl. Air quotes there, guys. But every single year, we see them get knocked out by somebody. It, it didn't anybody. have to be there. It didn't have to be their kryptonite in, in, uh, in New England, but they kept losing in the playoffs. They could not get it done in the playoffs all throughout the 2010s. That's true. And that's the same thing with Green Bay. Yes, 2011, they, they got that Super Bowl. But in the last five years, playoff, 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 to two of those times, NFC Championship game, still can't get it done. You still have not reached that precipice getting back into the Super Bowl in quite some time. And mm-hmm. I'm tired of people continuing to talk about this team like they are one of the best teams in the NFL. They're not. Yes, that record is fraudulent. Yes, the they have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Aaron Rodgers, and to a degree. But <laughs> this is a team that need that I think people need to start putting back into their proper proper spotlight. They're just like you said, a playoff contender. They are a, they are a team, well, kind of like who, how New England was, but New England actually got the Super Bowls to to back it up. This is a team that just is benefiting from a a very down rest of the division. Mm-hmm. You've got Detroit, who's never been a team that could get it figured out. 
You've got Minnesota, who has every other year they're up and down, but the last two years they've been absolutely trash. Mm-hmm. And you've got Chicago, who just never has had a quarterback. Right. And it, it's. I think it's really sad to watch people talk about this this organization and continue to boast them up as much as they do, and and basically gaslight Green Bay fans like they're the greatest organization of all time. When for the last thirty years they've been an organizational failure, no other team would get away with having two back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks and only having two Super Bowl Lombardi trophies to 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 show for it. No other franchise would get away with that. No, <clears throat> not even the beloved Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, nor the Forty Niners, but you know the greatness of Joe Montana. Didn't Pittsburgh themselves, they wouldn't get away with that. No. And it, like I said, just put them back in their proper spotlight. This is a team that's going to contend for the playoffs. And we'll see what happens from there. But until they show me that they can actually get to a damn Super Bowl again, at least, let alone win one, right? Miss me. I'm done. Ton- I'm done talking about it. Well, we could be done this year because they done nothing in the previous year to merit that type of you know that type of narrative to going into the start of the season. Mm-hmm. They're going to be out there trying to contend like the next person. Like I said, and I'm going to keep them in a proper perspective. They are a playoff contender as of right now. Now, that's as, as of today. We And we're only on day one of free agency. We ain't even gotten to the draft, nor OTAs, and so on and so forth. So, therefore, there's a very long road. But, however, where we stand today, <laughs> they could be nothing more than just a playoff contender. Yeah. Um, Last news headline to talk about. I think it's pretty significant. Um, Fox has kind of a hole in their programming package right now. Did, did mm. you catch this? Is this the Aikman thing? Troy Aikman yeah. and Joe Bo- Joe Buck jump ship from Fox, and they're now in the Monday Night Football booth. Well, Walt Disney, you just continue <laughs> to keep finding ways to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's 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 from from a. The power conglomerate, conglomerate, conglomerate. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> of the world, that was a huge. That was a huge swing there, and um, Fox just took a big hit. Ma- a major big. hit for. And I, I, I really don't understand people that are so down on Joe Buck. Like they, they hate this man. But you want to know why? Because Joe Buck just called it like it was against your crappy baseball team. <laughs> During the World Series, and you know whoever you were, whether you was a you know Cardinals fan or a Giants fan, yeah. you know it's just don't 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 knock the man for don't don't knock the man for his hustle. He <laughs> does what he does. I'm like, if you want to complain about somebody, there's a Chris Collins words of the world oh to, to complain about. It He's ain't Joe Buck. He's the busiest man in the fall. This Thank dude you. is doing NFL football Thursday night, Sunday afternoon football, and calling the World Series and playoff games in major playoff games throughout the entire uh, MLB playoff. During the pandemic. Didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he is on every plane. The Iron Man Award. You know? I, I, I am one of the I am a major I'm, fan I'm of not Joe that, I'm not he ain't my guy, but I'm I never had a problem with anything any of his work. I I respect him in this craft. Yeah. I'm like, but yeah, I, I would hear this stuff off and on like what is people's problem? And I always have to associate to 
what 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 event did he call? Because more times than not, it has to do with the event was more so than him. As if he has to be take the brunt and he has to be this, you know, he is the reason why <laughs> I can't stand whatever happened happened. And then I had to listen to this man's voice for three <laughs> hours tell me how bad my team was. Don't knock the, you know, don't don't kill the messenger. You know, that's all I'm saying. I jo- mean, the reason why Joe I like Buck him and, 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 and go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the reason why I like them as a team, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, is that they don't overshadow the moment of the game. We go back to Super Bowl 51, the New England Patriots comeback. Right. That was you're not over when you're when you think back to that game, you think about the game itself. You don't think about oh Joe Buck and everything that he said during that game was so right, so overzealous and he, and he was really just making that moment. It's like no, he let the moment be the moment and and yes, he called the game. You knew what was going on because he was keeping everything in line. Right. But he was also just letting letting the moment be what it was. It's like this is insane, and <laughs> it is, it's just, just, he's not going to be that John Madden or or Chris Collinsworth who's just going to whoa! Ho, ho, it's not that, <laughs> and I don't need that. Right. Like I, I don't need my I don't need Mike Breen bang Kevin, all all the freaking time. Failing. Yeah, <laughs> I just chill. I, he is a very chill dude. That right. yeah, he's not going to make the moment bigger than what it is, but he's also not going to 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 take away from the moment. He's not going to distract from it either. Right. So it's for, for the viewing experience, it's uh, definitely, I appreciate Joe Buck over here. So, but yeah, but I mean, man, congratulations. Um, ESPN finally figured it out. Cause man, they have been hurt. And I will say I, I, they, I think they figured it out last year. Cause Lewis Riddick, uh, Steve Levy and um, Brian Greasy as a team together, that wasn't horrible. That was much better than, what they were doing before. Um, But this just is, you got the two of the best in that booth again. So, and remember they did, they lost, they lost Mike Tirico a few years ago. So, I mean, they have been loose. It's a vicious, it's a vicious industry at this point, but yeah, I mean, people, they're jumping like players are jumping all across. Some of these are bigger contracts than, than actual players. Exactly. (laughs) Stephen A. Smith got (laughs) traded. Yeah, stuff that you know what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> Jordan. I'm still LeBron like, I, I still really want to figure out what the hell ESPN had to give up or Disney had to give up to 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 get these two because because uh, Troy Aikman he was up his his was already done his contract with with Fox was over, but Joe Bucks he was still under contract with them for quite some time and I'm and I'm also wondering is this just for football or is Joe Buck now it's still going to be doing the World Series, like. Uh, to find out. And then I was going to say, let's see what the next um when they when they break the news of the next um host of the Super Bowl and who and what network gets that and so on and them kind of. Well, I'm just saying, if you all of a sudden see Fox banners in them, maybe that was that was a trade off. You know, just we're going to back off one year, and you know, I'm just I look at it from a business standpoint. I'm sure that there was something worked out that has nothing to do with contracts, just raw contracts of, you know, this Who's is going to fill that Fox booth? Hmm? Who's going to fill a Fox booth? That's a good question. That's a massive hole. I don't know. That's America's game of the week. This, this, Every single, this, this, uh, this Dallas is, Cowboys. You're going to, you, hey. This is where they're going <laughs> to, this is where they're going to F it up for a year. Cause they, you know, they got to, well, let's get this, um, let's get comedian such and such. And, uh. and watch it's happened before. One guy will say that I've, I have, I have, Petition who's, who's for this. the hottest talk show host right now? I am Pat you? McAfee. Okay, Pat McAfee put him back in the because he did he did college football for for two years. 
He did. Um, he he's done a couple of NFL games on Fox themselves, and he was actually very very good. He made a a Week Seventeen, uh, Detroit Lions, uh, Green Bay Packers game actually kind of palatable for once. So, it, I think Pat McAfee in the booth would be an amazing thing. I don't think he's really all that going to be going out of his way to go get that job, but I I would not I would not hate to to see that on Sundays. I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that, but I, I would, I would just, just to, just to go out there when they swing it for the fences. Don't be surprised if there's a Colin Gowherd. He's on Fox. Oh, there's a Fox. Okay. That, that, that won't work with Kimmel. Kimmel wouldn't work. Cause he's on, he's on ABC. Fallon, uh, maybe. I'm mm-hmm. just, that's what I'm saying. Just, ABC just, though. That's still another competitor. Uh, yeah. But is it, would it be a conflict? Of, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just saying. I I, th- I think this year's they they're gonna experiment. This is what I'm getting. I at. would not. You know, a a booth that I think would be nice. Colin Cowherd and uh, the guy from Speak for Yourself, um, Marcellus Wiley. They, they were they used to do um. Huh. Uh, oh, they used to do a show on ESPN together. I forget what it's called. Um, Sports Nation. They used to do Sports Nation together. Oh, yeah. With uh, Michelle Beal. Right, he was the host. Yeah. To be the first. <laughs> Man, that was a long time ago. Uh, that could work. That could work. I like Colin. Um, Colin's a little more conservative these days. I, I, yeah. like, I like Colin like a 10 years ago. <laughs> but, um, well, he learned his lesson after he got reamed out. <laughs> I swear, if there was ever a time for someone not to get fired for saying something, I know. Stupid, oh, God. This was it. We'll but, not I get mean, into but it. moving on. <laughs> it means the freaking, I mean, they made a post, they made an example. Of it. Yeah. Moving on. And yet, we just talk about that like it's a footnote in our history. You're like, yeah, that did happen, you know. So yeah, moving on. But um, I don't think we're on this show. We're gonna come up with who who the possibilities are. But I mean, hey, uh, if anybody's gonna be able to figure it out, it's gonna be Fox. I'm like, hell, y'all like the second largest conglomerate that's out there anyway. So uh, I think they're the biggest right now. I mean, I'm mean, bigger well, than ESPN. They're bigger than the mothership. To me, I I, just, I guess I'm putting together all of the affiliates. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. Well, maybe yeah, I don't I guess, know. Yes, you're right. Is. Number two, but they they they've had the best Super Bowls over the last decade. Oh, absolutely, hands down. <laughs> I mean, CBS tried, you know, <laughs> but I mean, hey, try the, the one and two that they they were okay, but NBC, yeah, yeah, NBC has not been great. Yeah, Moving um. <laughs> But yeah, that that that's huge news uh, in in the uh, broadcasting game, um, and especially with now we'll. Another thing is that uh, NBC Jim Nance he's up, and mm. he might be on the move. He he didn't say specifically that he would be leaving NBC if he would come back to them uh, or if he's just done. I thought he was a. Uh, don't he doesn't he do March Madness with CBS as well? Not Jim Nance. Um. Oh, what is his name? The with Collinsworth in the booth. Ah, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. He, yeah. His you deal is done. Gotcha. Um, I don't know why I can't even? remember his name right now. Al Michaels. Al Michaels. <laughs> he well, his used to deal. be on ABC. Interesting. Yeah. Came from it. Moving on. Yep. So, no, he went to NBC. He was there for quite some time with Chris Collinsworth. Now he's done. Don't know if he's going to retire or if he's going to jump ship, but... We're not expecting him back to NBC. Uh, now it's looking like it's going to be Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth, and they're just going to fill that, that. I would like Al Michaels for that job. 
you know, to, if somebody if had he to is going to jump ship, booth, but if he's yeah. going to retire, I mean, he's not doing anything. So. True. Um, we'll see where, where he decides he wants to go. But I, I think they, I think Fox has enough money to throw at Al Michaels if they really wanted to. So, right. Um, we'll keep an eye on that as things go. But most of the time, I, if they can get somebody good in there, and then I won't have to turn. Now, finally, I, I can actually listen to ESPN games again because hmm. it used to be just me. I'm literally that game was on mute regardless. Right. <laughs> like it didn't matter who who was talking. A game was going to be on mute. Sunday night football. Almost all the time is on mute. I am I am so done with Chris Collinsworth. But <laughs> regardless, right? Um, that will be that. 